Campers. Welcome to Camp Good Boy Podcast, episode ninety-two. So, so what do you know about this, Nick? We got episode ninety-two. We're watching The Fugitive, which is nineteen ninety-two. And you know what else was in nineteen ninety-two? L.A. riots. L.A. riots. Oh my God! The triple <laughs> nine-two. Yeah. <laughs> is there any other ninety-two synchronicities? Uh, trifecta. Trifecta. I mean, we could look it up. You know, it's funny. That's what Silence of the Lambs won Best funny. Picture, I think. Ah. Yeah. It's funny that you bring up the uh, you bring up the L.A. riots because one thing the L.A. riots did not have was social media, and I think uh, I think I think the people who rioted in '92 really benefited from no social media. Uh, you know, I, I can uh, tell you right now, you know who wouldn't ex- you know who went last five seconds in the '92 riots? Influencers. <laughs> oh yeah. No, oh, yeah. but you know, yeah, I no. I gotta say, you, you know, that I that's a great point, and uh, and uh, and I've got a great point too. Uh, but uh, it's it's a, I gotta say, I gotta say. All right, so 1992 is let's just call that what's that? 20 years ago? Uh, 18 years ago. Eight, 18 years ago. Yeah. 18 uh, years ago. Or we'll 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 22 years ago. 22 or, years ago. We're uh, we're not very good at math. <laughs> 28 years ago. Uh, Whoa, 28 years ago. 28 years ago. Okay, I will tell you, maybe there haven't been a lot of, uh, there hasn't been a lot of evolution in the police department. Right. But the LA riots were, for the most part, isolated to South Central and then spread out to other sort of pockets of the city, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, there. But it was was mostly like a South Central thing. Right. 28 years later, the entire world (laughs) is behind this cause. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good, that's so, a good point. So pro, there, I, uh, there's this kind of like hopeless feeling in like America right now. But I think if you just kind of like shift, like breathe for a second, shift <laughs> yeah. your perspective, the whole world is behind this cause right now. Yeah, that that uh, movie is called LA '92, not the World '92. No, it's LA '92, <laughs> and no, and like right. when I watched that when I was growing up, I was like, man, LA is fucked up. Yeah, LA is fucked up, and now it's like. No, this is Minneapolis. This is a, the cops killed this guy. Yeah, and the entire world is demanding change. Back then, it was just. And by just the way, I've heard a lot, uh, in, in, a lot of voices, a lot of black sort of uh, uh, voices in South Central have actually said there have been a lot of changes in the police force since then down I'm there. Sh- I'm like sure. they have this program. I, I'm going to say it wrong, but I think it's the the South Central Bears, and they have like cops that are uh, are coaches for like football teams to integrate cops into the community more so that mm. there's more understanding. And if you notice this time, the, the people in South Central didn't riot. They didn't destroy their own neighborhood right, this right. time. No, that watching that do- no. LA 92 documentary was like, it was like Smogadishu. Yeah. That was insane. I would have been terrified to have lived where I live now in Hollywood right. back then. But this is the next phase of our evolution. I mean, it's evolution. It's not, you know, it's not, it doesn't happen in a day, but yeah. I, I found that to be kind of like life affirming seeing the whole world getting behind this cause, for the most part, right? Because I was little when that happened. Well, yeah. I don't. I haven't seen much in Sweden, but, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember hearing about. I'm sure there were like rallies in other cities, but I don't remember hearing about it. Right? Yeah. What do you, you know, think? But not like this. No, not like this. Yeah. No, 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 they were like this. Dude, they were shooting. They were shooting. They were literally like gun battles in Korea. Yeah, it was like the OK Corral. Uh, yeah. No, it was there was yeah, guerrilla warfare. Uh, no, I, look, and I think that's a good point that it's the whole world. I mean, I, you know, I, I think um, I, I would, I, I think policing is as bad as it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I, you know, I mean, it's like, I, I fucking hate cops. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're all just such bullies. <laughs> no, we, by the way, like we, we hate cops too. 
I mean, they're all just like bullies. They're literally like, they're literally like, 90% of them are like the high school uh, football captain who developed a serious drinking problem senior year, didn't get into the pros, and decided, you know, to take out all of his pent up. Uh, closeted homosexuality out on minorities and disabled people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and breaking and up parties. what I think about most cops. But yeah. I would also say, though, here's the one thing, though, that is driving me nuts about some of this, you know, all-encompassing global um, pro- protest, which I think is a collective, I also think it's a collective Fury over Donald Trump. Oh yeah, as we'll, well, we'll, as get, we'll get into that. But, yeah. I mean, but no, but I think one thing that's been driving me nuts, at least about you know, as far as the Black Lives Matters, the George Floyd of it all is concerned, is if another white girl comes at me for being you know um, not uh, sufficiently destroyed emotionally by everything that's happening and she's tweeting this mm. to me from somewhere like Palm Springs or Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. I, I, please, I, I cancel that culture immediately. Oh, dude, trust uh, me. That is... Su- no, we were saying like the white woke epidemic also that springs from this is yeah. just... It's utter just and trash. And that might be the, it's like... bonkers. Yeah. It's bonkers. Because yeah. there, is, there is a problem with white racist people in the, in the world, obviously, and there's a problem with racist cops. That's, like, the next thing we'll have to get to, because the, the racism's the more important issue. Right. But after that, after we, you know, make progress, which is going to be ongoing probably mm-hmm. forever, yeah. we, need to, we need to take a little side break in that and get rid of, like, the white, woke uh, fucking mafia. Yeah. No, it's, it, listen. Because they're, they're kind of part of the well, problem, too. Well, well here, is, here is the problem as a, let's, let's bring it back to social media, is that social media is incredible for getting these, these, all these voices heard and getting mm. people, you know, listen, if you don't really have a voice or you're just confused and this is the first time you've, you've seen or, or really felt something like this, it's okay to listen. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to feel because what's what ends up happening is because all the white woke uh, saturation becomes toxic. Mm. It, it then becomes the cause loses its value because it's just it, the the words lose their meaning and it and it just becomes another occupy. Uh, also, movement. you're. I don't even know if you're fully concerned about the whole movement. You just want me to join your fucking totally. movement. Yeah. And and also like uh, uh, there there's a misconception that silence is violence means that you're sitting there like literally a lot of people are confused. They don't know how to participate. And shout out to my friends who have like posted things like that. My 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 white privileged friends who are like, look, I don't know how I fit in this, and I just want to say like I want to express that as a mm. starting point. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but silence is violence means if you're a cop next to a cop with someone's knee on their neck and you don't do <laughs> yeah, shit, right. that silence is yeah, violence. Right. Not knowing quite and learning for the first time and, and sort of like taking all this in and not wanting to just say something for the, for the point of saying something is not violence. It's just, it's learning. And like the, the, the white woke shaming that I'm seeing going on just needs to fucking stop. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's no, no. It's absurd. It's absurd because it, it again. This is why I think you know. If you go back to the, if you if you think back to the nineties, nineteen ninety, the riots in LA in ninety two. You know, we watched images on television. I mean, I remember I watched Reginald Denny get pulled out of his truck and and basically almost murdered on live television. Yep. And I remember seeing that and being horrified by that, and then not really knowing how to respond to it. I mean, on some level, I grew up 
you know, in Manhattan, you know, and at that point in 92, New York City was no walk in the park as far as, as far as crime and violence was concerned. I think 1991 was the most homicides in New York City in its history. I think maybe 2,500 people got killed that year. But you, I didn't say anything. You were just shocked and you were horrified. And I think now I still wouldn't know exactly how to put into words what we saw on the video with George Floyd, and I wouldn't pretend to try. And I think with people on Facebook and Instagram, particularly white woke culture, is that they're so used to like dropping an opinion on everything. I mean, we can go back to everyone throwing up their Notre Dame pictures. I mean, the just sweet Floyd moment is absurd. Yeah. And um, I, you know, and I agree with you. Silence is violence if you see something and you don't do something kind of thing. Um, but I, if right now, I literally, I felt like, I felt that the, the only thing I should do is listen because actually I have no expertise yeah. in any of, any of this. But I, I will say, wow. I will say, um, first of all, uh, Shout out to George Floyd. I mean, this guy, you know, I, I was watching, I watched that thing that, uh, that, uh, uh, cause I think he's going to be a more powerful symbol than anybody. Well, I think people realize how powerful a symbol mm-hmm. he is, but like even Trump retweeted the, the, uh, Glenn Beck interviewing someone and being like, this guy had fentanyl in his system. He was on, uh, he had a history of doing methamphetamine. He has a criminal record. Is this really the face you want of this moment? It's like, yeah, dude, look how lovable this guy was. Like, and by the way, we all do drugs. Like, <laughs> yeah, right, and, and he's, yeah. He's like, he's not, he's not, and they're saying, they're saying, they're saying like, who's the Martin Luther King in this? Like, who's the voice? It's like, I think George Floyd is because he represents the everyman. Like, this is... Didn't Martin Luther King have infidelity issues? Totally, but well, like, there you go. But like, he is such a powerful symbol because his, just his, his aura, his, 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 his face, like, he is such a, everybody identifies with this guy. He's, he's like an everyman. He seemed like, whatever, whether he's doing drugs or he wasn't doing drugs, you could tell he was, he was pure of heart. He loved his family. Mm-hmm. Like, he is, he of, he is absolutely, yeah, he was a the, good, yeah, he's he, absolutely he's the he's symbol that they want. The perfect leader when, for this moment. When, and since, and since, and since when the hell did uh, since when when the hell did like having drugs in your system somehow indicate that you are a bad person? No, I, I, mean, I think know. Of all the great music. Think about all the great music that Eric Clapton wrote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. No, I mean, what, if he could, he, he if he had been ro- if he had robbed a bank, it does, that's irrelevant. You don't need to detain a guy with your fucking knee on someone's neck for nine no, minutes. He's already down. He's down. It's like that's the problem. And to, to talk about what he did or what kind of criminal or if he'd been. A, a, a worse criminal or less of a criminal if that in any way justifies yeah like how about just uh you know squat down and put your hand on his back and be yeah. like stay there no how about that? and then and then the, but, or like up against the walls no, you're in cuffs, just stay there you can tell that chauvin guy was showing off to his other cops like look at what because <laughs> wow, wow. they were all rookies chauvin you know? off. she was chauvin off <laughs> uh he was like yo this is how we this is how we fucking maintain law and order around here but also with uh when someone's got a cell phone on you like wouldn't he be like this is probably a bad look well he's probably a dis like he's, he's obviously a, a sick maniac he's just, yeah uh, well, no, no 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 but chauvin chauvin right now is sitting in mm-hmm. security cell, probably say, saying to himself, how the hell, like, why me? I, again, this goes back, this, his behavior, I mean, I, like, again, you know when 
moments where you think, and this is why I think this moment is a, an incredible moment. It's global. But you go back to moments where you think this will be, this will be it. This will be the straw that broke the camel's back. I thought this about Eric Garner in New York City and that video when that poor guy was selling Lucy. Yeah. And <laughs> selling single cigarettes in New York, and he was murdered. Yeah. And it was just, and I remember watching that, thinking, "Come on! At what point are cops gonna, you know, stop this Mickey Mouse, Wyatt Earp wannabe bullshit, right? That has been in- encouraged and supported by assholes like Rudy Giuliani since the nineties." Was uh, and, I, and I was oh. and I was outraged. I was outraged, frankly, to see MSNBC or MSDNC, as Donald Trump calls it put Bill Bratton on new, like the police commissioner like Bill Bratton, who was responsible for the uh, quality of life crimes, the broken windows crime theory that Giuliani used in the 90s to clean up New York. This whole idea that, you know, if somebody was jaywalking or littering or pissing on a corner, he probably had a record. And if he didn't have an ID, they could put him in jail for a weekend. Mm-hmm. And Bill Bratton, and Bill Bratton was the architect of that. And Bill Bratton is, should have, he's not a voice that should be allowed to be included right now in anything about policing mm-hmm. or how these officers behave. I don't want to hear from those people. Now, but I mean, dude, all right, well, you, you, you said it, is that this is also, this is, a, this is a Band-Aid getting ripped off that actually shows the bigger festering wound of the bigger issue, which is Donald Trump, <laughs> who I got to say, and I'm starting to... Uh, first of all, shout out, you know, I know that the antichrist theory is now getting more mainstream, but I was just taught, I, I was just, I was just telling somebody that five minutes before he gave the speech while he also tear gassed all those people and then walked across to the church to hold the Bible upside down. So it was I, it upside down. Yeah, it was upside down. So, so I actually think, I actually think like three things are actually, we're watching play out in real time right now. Um, is, okay, he, I still believe that he still could get COVID-19 and die. Uh, I think that there's a version of, like, the White House literally just getting bum-rushed by fucking a million people, which is a little far-fetched. Mm. The, the most realistic thing is an actual coup happening, but in a civil way, meaning you're seeing, like, Colin Powell is mm. going against him. Uh, when they were trying to get a sound bites from all those uh, those uh, Republican congressmen after their like whatever racist luncheon they were having, <laughs> none of them would say anything because they're all. I think they're all furious. They're I, like, I have to be in a position to defend this fucking guy. I think it's going to be like one after another, one after another, and you're going to see a party turn on this guy, and he'll get vote. He'll get Biden will win, and it'll be all square. It won't be like a, a, a like a coup, like a Saddam Hussein being you know uh, mm. being being uh, taken down like that. Donald, could, Donald could, Trump's just in a hole with a big could be. beard. No, well, his big piece of hair. They just drag him out by that big eight-foot strand of hair. I think it's actually going to be a civil coup. I have to believe that there's some, like, House of Cards meetings going on. Yeah. Like, somewhere in D.C. Just no, like, so, are so, you in or are you out? So it's a civil coup, and he is actually, and it, it is the fall of, of the Antichrist, and an entire, like, a, a spirit of liberation and equality rises up in because think about it if he fucking loses in a landslide that's just as good at well it's not as good as pulling him up by the foot strand of hair but like that's an overthrow well colin powell was definitely against him but i know there's a lot of republicans that are like yo miss me on colin powell yeah but i mean you're you're seeing them more like they're coming out and like let's see what happens this week who's gonna stand up for him right 
Aside from I mean, Hannity. Yeah, no, I mean, literally, I mean, like, no, 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 literally, 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 did you see, did you see, like, the guards they found, I don't know, the, the, the prison guards from Texas, the ones everyone's complaining about with no ID badges yeah. and no, no, but when they show those guys on screen, you're like, oh my God, this is, a, this is the D team. I mean, this is classic Trump. You know, he always wanted celebrities to like him, and the best he could ever do was... You know, Billy Bush, Scott Baio, Billy Bush, yeah, no, but Billy Bush or or and, uh, Gary Busey, and Three um, Doors Down, or Scott, Scott Baio or Lorenzo Lamas, mm-hmm. and he was desperate for them to like him. And now, true artists, I mean, that Richard was the, that was the one relief, that was that was where I had some relief uh, after this horrible week. You know, he tear gassed everybody in the street, which was just shocking. I, I literally, I thought, what, what, what am I watching? You know. Uh, footage from Venezuela. No, and, that's what it feels like. Yeah, right. And and then he goes and he does this ridiculous, ridiculous fucking photo op. And, it, and his co-opting of religion is almost as bad as his, his attempt to co-opt the military. Right. But that's what works so well for my for my money is that the military, he doesn't have the military. If he had the military, the, the reminder is that the military in the United States could shut everything down for all of us in a fucking second if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And if he had the military behind him, I would start to say, oh, it's over, game over, Tow- throw on the towel in. But Mattis came out, all these, all these recent generals who have really incredible reputations within the military, and then Trump has got these fat guys with some beards with no names who guarded some prisoners in county jails in rural Texas standing outside of his fence. And I literally think he built that fence because he knows he's going to lose in a landslide, and he's hoping that he can say, "Sorry, I can't get out. I'm fenced mm-hmm. in. Like, I'm, I'm staying here." Yeah. Um, uh, bunker I, boy. I, I, you know, you know <laughs> bunker boy. I, the guy's a lunatic. Bunker bitch. <laughs> and it's fair. Dude, Bunker and Bitch, I like that Bunker Bitch said he was just down there checking it out, like, to see if it was, like, what, what, they had, like, a billiards table down there, or, like, <laughs> yeah, all, right. it was up to snuff for him. He's, he's got McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no, he should, what he should have said was, oh, hey, you know what, like, I went down to the, I went down to the, uh, bunker to, uh, make sure that all of the Jeffrey Epstein tapes, uh, <laughs> of me raping 12-year-old girls is safely secure down there. Then yeah. I believe he was down there inspecting, then I believe he'd be down there inspecting it. But um, this is this is again points to there's something deeply wrong with this guy. It goes back to him when he did Kofefe, and instead of being like, "Hey, whoops, I fucking fell asleep on my phone," he's like, "Hey, it's an inside joke. Yeah. Fuck you." Right. Um, <laughs> inspecting inspecting the bunker. You know what? He should have been honest because honestly, that on that night, I don't remember what night that was. If it was Friday or Saturday. That, I really thought that people were going to I, I thought so too. Yeah, I thought so too. And you got that, that wouldn't have vended well. Well, this is the thing. So we were talking about this last night. If you wanted to, because we're now seeing like the 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 people literally like overthrew the Minneapolis fucking local government yeah. on last Thursday or whatever it was. Like the governor was like. I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> we don't have the manpower. Like, we don't have the, the government. And even the National Guard stood down. So if enough people wanted to, and they stood around the White House and, and attacked it from every direction, what are they going to do? There's going to be missiles flying into the people? Like, what the fuck No, it's going to it's gonna be like the gun that uh, Mac has in Predator that's mowing down all those yeah, but trees. You, that would just, <laughs> I think they would just at one point be like, we can't just mow down all these people that are rushing the White House. Like, it would, you actually could conceivably 
overthrow the White House if you if everybody wanted to. Now I think things are, or it could be Kent State times a zillion because yeah. the National Guard shot four students because yeah. they felt like they were in, in they felt like they were in danger. Like really, you're in danger. You're the one with the gun. This yeah. is just some sophomore history student, right? It could get crazy, but also it depends if the military wants to even do that because I don't mm. I know they don't even really want to be there. But uh, yeah, I mean Trump wanted ten thousand fucking. National Guard in, in D.C. <laughs> no, he wanted active... No, he wanted the 82nd Airborne. He right? He wanted active U.S. He wanted active U.S. soldiers. So that, that shows how scared... He wants, scared. He wants like, the SEALs? No, that, <laughs> that's how, but that's how scared he is. Right, yeah, yeah. Bunker bitch. Oh, dude, the Minneapolis... Well, scared, 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 slash, scared, slash, he, a, a three-year-old playing with G.I. Joes for the first time. Yeah. You know, where, 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 where the military is a giant toy for him... And he can use it to smash all of these people. All he wants to do is, all he wants to do, he must have an, I mean, he's just, uh, is to hurt people. Mm-hmm. To be a strong man. That's all he wants. He would do anything to be Xi Jinping. Yeah. He would do anything to be like the Chinese government. He sees what, he saw what Xi did in Hong Kong and was basically, oh, okay. That's what I want to do to Washington, D.C. Yeah. Xi can go in and, 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 and brutalize people in Hong Kong. Well, that's what I want to do. Right. That's a good goal. Yeah, Minnesota, like, you would expect a governor to be, be like, stronger and know what to do because that's the fucking governor you elected. But, I mean, literally, Minneapolis seems like the most peaceful city. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think they were just like, oh, fuck. Like, like well, I said, well, like, dude, the, wor- the worst thing that's happened over there was when Gordon Bombay got his DUI. Yeah, or, uh, or uh, uh, Morris Day in the Time fucking <laughs> makes the joke to Prince about his dad killing himself yeah, in Purple I mean, It's a very peaceful city. Yeah, but, and they've got a, what do you think or about I mean, this? They've, look, got a, they've got a prep school cokehead as a mayor. <laughs> I mean, I don't what, want to speak for Minnesota. I don't know. Dude, can we talk about I that don't know what the problem, second? I don't know if there's, like, racial, if it's, like, a really, I don't know anything about Minneapolis. I'm not even going to try to act like I do, but. Yeah, I just think I just don't think they were prepared for this at all. No. Every time I see every time I see Jacob Fry, the mayor on TV, I'm always like, who the hell elected the uh, hot poetry teacher from from Pomfret, the local 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 boarding school, who probably has had some you know close calls with me too. Yeah. Um, What the hell? Yeah, no, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, he's he's got like a uh, he's like a fuck up Kennedy vibe. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, he, that, that like sure. that like uh, killed a girl in a in a DUI in Hyannisport or something, and like <laughs> yeah, right. you know, like na- they just like <laughs> or, put him or or, or Dorian or Dorian. He's yeah, got some, he's got some chambers. Yeah, he's got cha- he, he's got Chambers vibes. <laughs> oh they, my god, they yeah, were able so to pull true. some strings, but like he's got the vibe. Like his his dad pulled some strings to get him like to the mayor of Minneapolis, and thought it was just going to be like a whatever job. It'd just be like a cool job. He all looks like, like a cool. He also looks like a cool French actor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, picture. yeah. Actually, he kind of does. <laughs> Maybe you should quit no, and be, go to France and be an actor. Like, oh man, to be to be mayor to be mayor of Minneapolis. What a great job! Like a couple every couple weeks, I'll decide which which restaurant has the best juicy Lucy. And, uh, you know, oh, uh, dude, the, the, the mayor of Minneapolis sounds like a dream job. It's no, like, I think it was. The only thing you have to deal with is it's cold up there. Yeah. <laughs> and it. like security for Purple Rain screens. And the, and the Vikings are like such a tortured fan base. Yeah. Like they can't get a fucking text back. Right. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's, and then uh, he was just like, wait, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know, man. I think this is the fall of Bunker Bitch, whether it is by force or... Or that his party turns on him and he literally loses in a complete landslide. Hmm. 
Yeah. And, oh, by the way, Nick, uh, by the way, Nick, if he wins this election, that White House may very well get stormed, even if it comes at the cost of like a lot of people getting shot and killed by by uh, military, because if he wins this election, there's going to be an uprising. Thoughts? I don't, you know, look, I, I don't, I, I, again, if he wins, if he wins this election, then I don't, I, I, I I'll be speechless. Yeah. And it's, it's, I, I'll, I, I'll move, to, I really will move to Canada. Yeah. And I'm not saying, and, and you can hold me to that, listeners, I will move to Canada. I, I might go up there. I think it's a, I think the landslide is going to be massive. Yeah, it's going to be massive. Because even if Joe Biden is like, literally turns into De Niro in Awakenings, like, and he can't even like form a sentence, and he is like, he has more sexual assaults, like, I don't even think they're going to care who's voting. I, I think they're just going to be like, just, it's just get this guy. But all the people that are here. being like, well, Biden, Biden's a senile, Biden's this, Biden's that. Biden is strictly, and I think Biden knows this. He's just a symbol for just a yeah. fucking new. They'll let everybody else. He'll just be do like, the work. and he's gonna he's gonna surround himself with a fucking smart team he'll, of people. And he'll guys, listen to people. Go, go do go run the show, guys. Yeah, go, go for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, fucking, no, 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 this is it. It'll I'm like, just the fucking the symbol. It'll be, it'll be the crowning achievement of his life, right? Joe Biden saves literally saves the country, and he'll probably drop dead six months after being um, sworn in. You know, but. Um, yeah. I mean, literally, like uh, I, but when. Again, I, but again, I don't, I don't buy. Again, I don't buy. Look, he's has he lost the step? Of course. But since when the fuck does he make less sense than Donald Trump? I mean, you read the transcripts of what that guy says. It's you're literally mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm sorry, what? But also, we're we're talking about a guy. I mean, dude, when I first saw Joe Biden, uh, the first time I saw him was at a debate against Sarah Palin, and he kind of lost. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a great fucking debater. He's not great on camera. Mm-hmm. He's literally. It's no, he's a bit of no, no. He's, he's look every look. I will admit this. Every time Joe Biden speaks, there is this feeling of it's a guy about to light a cigarette while filling up his car with gasoline. You have <laughs> yeah. no idea. You have, you have no idea what the hell may come out. But, you know, but lately he's been getting through. He's been getting from point A to point B. And he's been, inc- I think he's been a great leader in a lot of this stuff. He's going to go meet George Floyd's family in Houston this week. Um, and, uh, but unlike the president, he hasn't really politicized this as much. I, I think, I, again, again, at this point, again, again this, my biggest fear, frankly, about, about Trump, about this whole situation is, is that everyone's going to get so fucking sick from mm-hmm. going to these marches. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they, and they also that, might literally get sick from COVID-19, which, by the way, shout out, we haven't, like, everybody's just <laughs> completely forgotten about uh, yeah, no, the fact that there's a pandemic. Yeah, poor no, COVID. But that, no, but the, I, no, but see, listen, uh, you know, I'm still working in the CDC here, so I've yeah. not forgotten about this. And, uh, but, but that's my big... My biggest fear remains that a lot of people are going to get really sick. And everyone who survives is going to have been so sick when it comes to election time. They'll be like, no fucking way, I'm leaving the house to vote. You know how sick I got the last time I went out for change? Mm -hmm. So I hope, I hope that not, that's the only thing that could happen, I think, at this point, uh, to to make Trump, uh, you know... But I mean, I, I, I think they could, I think you could run Richard Ramirez up against Trump at this point and he might, he would have a shot. I mean, he, he's just, and the thing is, is Trump will never, cause I remember we talked before, like what, you know, we talked about what is, is COVID-19 going to be the thing that breaks Trump and he finds his humanity. 
In that a didn't way, happen. It, it didn't, but in a way, he when he started talking about the Elmwood Hospital and he willingly did the 30 days to stop the spread, mm. that to me was that moment. That moment might have already happened. The, the universe just wasn't going to let that be the biggest issue that, <laughs> that was going to face with Trump. Trump will never, it's, even if he knows he'll lose the election, he'll never cave to whatever hole he's dug himself into. Of like he'll not. never dig himself out of a hole. He'll just keep digging it deeper and deeper and deeper. He's just, he's too much of a, of a narcissist to ever say I was wrong. And he's so insecure about losing. Mm-hmm. That guy, I mean, he, he just, I mean, everyone hates losing, but I mean, he just despises losing because he's just so insecure. Yeah. And he, that's why he'll do anything to get reelected. He'll pander to his fucking base with the Bible shit. He doesn't care. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is going to work for my fucking moronic followers. Right. Not all, not all of them. Like, I know there are some fucking intelligent, rational Republicans out there. Well, let's talk idiots. about that because, and I want to get your thoughts, uh, Nick. I want you to take your CDC hat off for a second <laughs> and uh, put your DNC hat on. Uh, is, um, be, be, I don't think, okay, so you've got your outliers like Colin Powell and that uh, military guy who, who uh, went up against Trump with his, with, in the, this last week. Does the Republican Party, before they will do that, won't they want to find some one of their own to run up against him before the uh, it, 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 to have another nominee at the convention? I think they already tried. Can, can they do that? They already tried, and, and I mean, Trump crushed all of them. I don't think. Yeah, they, I don't th- yeah like a like a backroom smoking deal. I, honestly, I think I think I, I, a situation like that happened at the RNC. I think I think bikers for Trump might have something to say about that. Right. Um, but. Um, no, you know, Trump will be the nominee. I think the more interesting thing is, you know, again, pointing to this week, the great relief of this week is that Trump doesn't have the military. And then you had Lisa Murkowski say, I'm on a fence. I, I'm not really sure I can, I can defend him. And, you know, if you go back in history, uh, authoritarians always sort of lose, start to lose their power when people who would otherwise be considered their minions or their lackeys start to say, hey, wait a minute, fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. And, and I think General Mattis started that. And I think, and then his former chief of staff, Kelly, started back Mattis. And then Murkowski said it. So you're starting to see, uh, you know, and then all of the, of the gay escorts in Washington, D.C. started uh, getting together, trying to figure out how to get out of the NDAs. That Lindsey Graham. Yeah, yeah, Lady G. Lady G. Otherwise known as Lady G. Had made that sign. So I think you're starting to see. I think you're starting to see these cracks, and I do think that um, they're going to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, remember, you know, it's just these nonstop marches. They work. This is how. This is how they got the Putin back guy out of uh, out of the Ukraine. This is how they got rid of uh, Milosevic in Serbia. All these like piece of shit bunker bitch motherfuckers have this moment. And I think that's where we are with Trump. And I, it's going to be a fucking glorious thing to see. Um, you I, know, I, I hate these people so I, much. I agree. And, and, and shout out to the protests. And I, and I think it, it's literally, it's just going it, to, it the occupation is going to continue, I think, all the way up oh, into yeah, the election. Yeah, yeah. they're not, they're not this, may, this may be a hot take, but I'll tell you what really works, really works really well, 
is mass looting and unrest. <laughs> that fucking works. And, and, and I know people are going to say, well, the people looting, well, that's, um, well that, those are people taking advantage of the situation. No, those are the people that actually fucking get the message across. And, and they may very well have an alter, alternate agenda to take care of like the peaceful protest. But I'll tell you what, those first four nights of people fucking burning and looting the, every fucking city in it, America, well, it gets your attention. that gets things fucking done. That gets people's yeah, fucking attention. Yeah, that gets people scared. So I got to say, shout. I, I, it's nothing that should continue. And listen, these, I, I'm sorry about the mom and pop places, but like Gucci will fucking be able to like fill its shelves <laughs> again. Uh, those fucking guys, whether it was their intention or not, they kind of are the fucking the, the, fr- the, the, the frontline warriors in this situation that actually get people waking up, get the government up in the, the governor up in the middle of the night being like, all right, we need to fucking change everything. Because, oh, yeah. because we don't even, what is the point of cops if they can't protect our fucking people? We need, if our people are going to uprise against our cops and fucking do all this, what's the fucking point? We need to make some serious fucking changes. Well, if it's, if the looting had a habit, if it was just protesting, it might just be like, it's noise. Oh, it's just protesting. It's noise. Yeah. They, 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 we love peaceful protests and that's what's well, no, great that, about our country. No, you, you need you need some hardcore fucking social and that's unrest. what's annoying about and, the whole situation is because there are business owners bring, who are just like that's the whole thing that's the thing and it sucks it sucks for everyone but if you bring it back to the LA riots it wasn't even as we all watched it uh, it was like okay well that's an LA problem and that's a South Central problem <laughs> right no it's like no, no it was, this, a, it was a, a Fairfax this is a problem. fucking <laughs> world problem dude like this mm. is a this is like this is affecting. Every, every, everywhere. So, you, you know, that, that stuff, look, it sucks and it's, it's scary and it's dangerous, but like, that's fucking, you need an uprising if you want to really make change. You mm. need an uprising. As the uh, yeah, CIA no, shuts yeah. down, <laughs> as the CIA shuts down Camp Good Boy. No, up, no, constant uprising and, 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 and just like Public Enemy said, fight the power. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of times I think everybody feels like they can't. Uh, and there have been a lot of moments, particularly over the last four years, where it's been very easy to feel totally hopeless. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and you know, there's a lot, been a lot of dark times, uh, you know. I mean, I probably lost 10 years of my life over the last four years from the amount of alcohol I've had to consume <laughs> to deal with all this shit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and it's, but it's funny, you know, it's amazing. But see, here's the thing that's in- it's interesting sort of going back to the 92 riots. You know, when you live in Los Angeles, uh, you always sort of surprised that um, if, while it's very spread out, it's not that big, you know, in terms of, you know, forget about the traffic and that trope, but getting from where we all, all, all are spread out through Hollywood, K-Town, and uh, Miracle Mile area, South Central is not that far. Mm. Um, and, you know, you go down there, and they can see the Hollywood Hills and the, and the, and the glittery fucking downtown skyline that's getting bigger by the year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but, it's, but you, might as well be, you might as well literally be going to another country. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, that's, I think that's true of a lot of American cities, not just L.A. Um, and I think, um, I, I, you know, I would hope that the next thing that Biden, the next president of the United States does is immediately go back to what Obama did and stop giving these cops all of this uh, military hardware. Yeah. Um, it's just absurd uh, because then you become, you feel like you're living in an occupied country, not, a, you know, an American city. Yeah. Uh, and I think that does a lot, it fucking hurts a lot of people. 
Well, I mean, look at, I mean, this is the thing and, and it, and it actually, and, and it, it does show the power of protests. Like when they're surrounding Garcetti's house and like within a, like a four block radius, like he, you know, he, he took what, $150 million of fi- funding out of the police oh, department. Did he? Yeah. It's a good number. I mean, yeah. And, but it goes to show like just how scared like a Donald Trump's going to be in the white house when they, when the, when the crowds keep. And by the way, we got this ain't over yet. Like there's still room for other shit to go down and bad police stuff to happen and, and, and Trump to misstep and do some other things. Like, yeah, we got a long road to this election. Like don't, don't like count your chickens of the, of the white house getting bum rushed. Just if Trump gets reelected, like, you know, don't, you know, it could still happen. <laughs> right. Yeah, we got a we got a long. You know, I was just thinking. Of, I, I, yeah, no, if I, if I put on my DNC cap, my I I, I would pre- I predict I would predict that that happens when Trump. And look, I would say chances of him doing this, I would I would have said fifty fifty a year ago after the stunt uh, with the tear gas and the upside down Bible. I'd now say seventy five percent chance if he loses, and it's close. And it's not a blowout. Mm-hmm. And Biden, Biden sort of squeaks by. I could, and Trump says, "No way, fake election, it's rigged," and doesn't leave. I could a thousand percent oh, yeah. see at that moment. That's when the bum rushing happens. Yep. And I, I, I would say chances of that happening are seventy percent because I do think I do think as this as the summer goes on, Biden. You know, we're also due at least at least two more major Biden fuck-ups mm-hmm. where he either farts on TV, forgets where he is, or doesn't know where he is, and the media spends an inordinate amount of time looking at what a big disaster that was from 30,000 different angles. Mm-hmm. And I, that's guaranteed to happen. Right now, like, Biden's been coasting, and he's been hiding in his, in his basement. He's got a... He's got to sort of pivot right now, and we all know how bad Trump is. But he's got to like get out of what he's really got to get out ahead out ahead of is that in July, all these benefits that people have been enjoying are supposed to go away. Right. And when that when that when if that goes away, and I don't know if the Republicans have the stomach for another two trillion dollar injection, though they should do it because it's working. I mean, it's helping people. Um, but that probably means they won't do it. Um, the, you know, the thing is, is when that stuff goes away, that's when the shit could really hit the fan. So Biden's got to get out ahead of that and sort of say, like, look, if you elect me, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And then people can be like, yes. Yeah. We've got to get a little more, you know, you know. He's got to He's got to put his big boy diapers on. Yeah, right, right. Um, but you nailed it. So I was I was c- close with the fact that he gets reelected, the White House gets stormed. No, you're right. If Biden uh, wins and it's just by a small margin, and Trump challenges it, the the seventy percent chance the White House gets rushed and he gets dragged out. But by also, his, I don't yeah. even know if it, you have to get to that because when he, I know every president, even when they're not president anymore, is still technically a president. But when you're when you're when you're not, if you lost the election, you kind of become a civilian. So I don't even you could if you're not leaving the White House, you could probably get escorted out. Yeah, because you ain't oh, the president by, anymore by the military, probably. by the Secret Service. Yeah, what what, what power does he have to say? No, I, I ain't leaving. I think the Secret Service is like, uh, nah, yeah. this is the president now. 
Sir, come with us. And Get then there's up. there's a coup there. There's yeah. Like a forced I don't coup. think you mm-hmm. can. I don't think you can like barricade yourself into the fucking Oval Office and be like, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a there's a. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure there's something in the Constitution or whatever the policy is with how with how the transition of power goes. I don't know what the, all that the rules are. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something where if a president refuses, they can force him out. Yeah, they can force him out. If he doesn't leave, I think there's something in the Constitution that Nancy Pelosi would become the president. Mm. Um, the Speaker of the House becomes the president, it, it, but I, but that I think happens if if if, if Trump is twenty, you know, if, you, if Trump gets thrown out of office before then, and then something happens with Pence. But you know, it's funny, I, you know, this image of people bum rushing the White House, you know, because I sort of imagine if Biden wins, it's going to be such a fucking party. Yep. I, mean, I remember when Barack Obama won, mm-hmm. and everyone went like everyone went nuts. Dude, this one will be crazy. No, well, that, that's, that, that's what I see as the, the and I feel like it's gonna there's gonna it's gonna be a consciousness liberation globally for that. Everyone's gonna feel that liberation, and that to me is the fall of the Antichrist ushering in the beginning of the new. Of no, the new because world. when Obama got elected, like obviously it was the first black president, but like Bush was just like it was such a fucking train wreck. Yeah. No, but this is like we have an. This is an oppressor. This is a different train wreck. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of Bush's problems, even though he he dropped the ball uh, on Katrina, to be putting it extremely lightly, uh, <laughs> but he, he, you know, his his whole problem was like starting wars that didn't need to be started off American soil. This is literally. I no, mean, Bush this was is like, like an Amtrak that like it, the train crashed and like it killed a lot of people on the train. Mm-hmm. Trump's train truck. Train wreck has been like it went off the rails and killed everyone on the train, but then like the train whipped around and yeah. like took out towns and yeah. like it was like a Sharknado. It yeah, like fucking... an evil superhero flew pick up the train yeah, yeah. like a lasso and like used it <laughs> exactly. to, to trash every town. Now, um, not to uh, not to get sidetracked, but you know, th- in these stressful times, it, uh, it, it you know we can definitely try and find places to help us chill out, mm-hmm. and uh, we got. Uh, what do we got to help with that? Pachamama. Pachamama CBD. Yeah, it's the best. It is the best. I've been I've been taking it now for two weeks ever since they sent it to us and became our. Uh, it felt good on my shoulder. Sponsors. That's for sure. They're um they're it's basically their version of like Ben Gay. Ben Gay, the <laughs> Pachamama Gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like just like the garbage you buy at the store. This is like fully organic, multi award winning, organically grown. Uh, and it's uh, beyond being triple lab, lab tested, Pachamama's Clean Label certified, purity awarded by the Clean Label Project. Then uh, what that means is Pachamama was one of three CBD brands to test negative for leads, metals, pesticides, and inaccurate levels of CBD, which aren't things that I want in my, uh, in I don't my want, CBD. The only thing I want in my the only thing I want with lead is my pencil. <laughs> exactly. And by the way, one other thing I'm just going to say about CBD is. I, for all you people that like want to chill out, but like weed bugs you out, which is, was, I was one of those people. CBD has been like a godsend. Oh, yeah. It's like you get all the chill without like thinking about alien conspiracies <laughs> and, and, and government conspiracies. Although this is probably a good time to maybe consider some of those. Yeah. No single origin from Colorado. You can't oh, go wrong yeah. there. Great state for marijuana. Yeah, no artificial, no, no artificial flavors. Uh, they pair them with nutrient-rich superfoods. Super mm-hmm. Everybody loves superfoods. Loves superfoods. Um, so yeah, just go to uh, enjoypachamama.com. Enjoy, P as in Paul, A-C-H-A, mama, M-A-M-A. 
and then type in Camp 15 at checkout and you get 15% Camp off. Camp 15, baby. <laughs> get that uh, get that dank CBD with that Camp Good Boy discount code. It's going to Camp ch- 15. If you're feeling overwhelmed or bugged out, Dude, there you go. Give, just give it a try. <laughs> try. What have you got to lose? I see it again. What have you got to lose? Take it. Try it if you'd like. <laughs> and now back to our show. <laughs> By the way, I will say uh, I watched the George, George Floyd Memorial Service. I thought it was awesome. Um, I know uh, some people criticized Al Sharpton, but I think that you you hire Al Sharpton to make some noise and, and, yeah, right, and right. you'll get it out there. But I, I felt like the real funeral there was um, was T.I. Because uh, <laughs> Kevin Hart was there. Ludacris was there. Fucking Master P was Wasn't there. Wasn't Tyrese there? Tyrese was there. <laughs> Master P. Master P. I haven't heard Master P's name like in 97. since 97. All those guys got a shout out from uh, the MC of the funeral. And you literally panned to T.I. in the back, like after the funeral, like holding his wife and they were like crying. But I don't think those tears were for George Floyd. No, I T.I. Think those, wanted the shout those out. Those tears were for T.I. When Master P gets a shout out and you don't get a shout out. <laughs> It's it's hurts. Yeah. It hurts because Ti is like I mean Ti is huge. Ti is pretty big. Yeah. I haven't heard much from Master P in a long uh, time. Oh no, yeah, the last thing I heard it's him say the, was uh. uh. <laughs> I now, never really heard now, him say Now Ti is saying uh. <laughs> Wait, because uh, we were talking. About, who do you think? Is, by the way, but but by the way, the the service is incredible. I was I was moved. I I, I thought it was I thought it was incredible. Who do you think is the worst group of people uh, to keep things like fair and balanced here? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's really hardcore mega people who really don't think for themselves. They just think what, what Trump says, and mm-hmm. they just take that and relay it. Mm-hmm. Or the white woke people who really, all their agenda is just about them and following. And they don't even really like, I don't even know if they even care. They just want to be part of like a movement. They don't even like, so, they, they say Black Lives Matter, but I think it's like, an, it's like not, not coming from anywhere. It's like an empty gesture. No, it's just They're the just latest, doing it to join the fucking it's, trend. It's woke cella. Like, who do you it's, think it's is like a worse group you, of people? You, by the way, you see them right now in, li- in real time on Instagram. You know, you can see them with, they're, they're posting their clever sign in their, you know, showing a yeah. lot of mid range, like yeah. with, the, with the crop top. Like you, you can tell right away. Now I'm going to go, I'm going to say that the MAGA guys, the, the, the Boogaloo guys are, are, are wrong, but then are we talking about like Antifa and like the radical left? Because I think that's a that's a just that's kind of a, a, a the same disease in a way. Well, I feel like the Antifa at least like I th- like the Antifa and the Boogaloo at least they kind of like stand for something. They're not just joining it just for the hell of it, right? They like truly believe in this stuff. You know, I, they I, they truly want to make a change. Look, 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 look. As far as like taking a deep, I mean, the one thing I will say about the Boogaloo guy. They're fucking incredibly inventive. I mean, the way—I mean—to bring back Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo. I mean, Jesus Christ! Uh, you know, you really—I mean—and the Hawaiian shirt angle. But and they're not. Antifa, so they're I, not just relaying what. I don't even know who Antifa. I don't know who Antifa is. I mean, I, right, I, yeah. I don't really just. I can't hate them because I don't. It, it's, it's like it's a. Ne- it's it's like a nebulous group. If they don't exist, it's a. It's a. It's it's a. a it just seems to be a patchwork of. Uh, you know what was it? Uh, Occupy Wall Street. A little Black Lives. You know, Black Lives Matter has come out as a great, important uh, movement. Antifa seems it, it just uh, it's an imaginary boogeyman for the right. Yeah, kind of, it kind of like it's like I feel like Antifa has replaced uh, the welfare queens of the Ronald Reagan era, where every republic, every white Republican was supposed to be angry because of some make believe story of. 
of African Americans on welfare using using all this government money to buy cigarettes and buy cars, which, by the way, in this whole fucking pandemic, has proven to be an absolute ridiculous joke because all the extra money that's been injected into the economy and actually given to people is actually keeping the economy going to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, if I hate, if I, I mean, I hate, I mean, look, I hate the, I hate white supremacists, so I do hate the boogaloos, right. despite my, uh, despite, despite being a fan of Hawaiian shirts. Okay. Um, so I know. I'm just going to stop Hawaiian. you right there. White woke girls, which I hate, I hate them too, though. It's, it's a very equal hate. The, a right. Yeah. Okay. The boogaloos. So J. Crew. Uh, so they both are, they're both awful. They, I got cock blocked by the yes. boogaloo. I got cock blocked by the boogaloo this week because J. Crew. Uh, went bankrupt and literally like I got a an amazing like linen tropical shirt that was ninety dollars for ten dollars on their, uh, their it's a good shirt there. too and literally the day it came was the day that uh, I don't know if it Vice or whoever ran the story about how the Boogaloo boys literally ruined Hawaiian shirts for everyone because that's their uniform so I like I got the Hawaiian shirt came and I was like I was getting ready to go I was getting ready to go to the social distance hang and I put the Hawaiian shirt on and I was like I literally like <laughs> In the mirror, you see the TV running the thing about the Boogaloo guys all in their Hawaiian shirts, and I was like, fuck. God, Jay Krugaloo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good oh, shirt, man. though. No, I, hey, I have a Hawaiian shirt, too, and yeah, I'm like hey, skeptical. By the way, it. back to Biden, this guy, uh, his, his whole, if you, ain't, if you ain't black, or if you ain't voting for Biden, you ain't black, literally, like, it was like the day before, like, he, he actually could probably get away with that right now. Well, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. at least he fucking apologized and owned up to it. Yeah, Trump, will never, Trump will never apologize. Uh, somebody posted something on Instagram about it was kind of like I, I don't know if he was calling people out. It basically said like it was somebody that I went to college with who said, uh, so it turns out everybody that I graduated from college with, which was in 2001, uh, obviously had oh, the, uh, obviously had the uh, the parents from Full House. Uh, because you're showing like how how stupid you are right now, and I, I sort of read it as like, well, pe- you know, people from that let's not call it a, a generation, but that kind of era um, are kind of the people that don't know what to say because in kind of in a way, the parents from Full House were their parents. They were our parents. We grew up with Full House and Seinfeld, and the one black show that was on TV was Family Matters, and it was a family with relatively small problems and stuff like that. And so we, we literally grew up and, and, and cops, you know, Mm. that literally like glorified, like aggressive police behavior. (laughs) Yeah. So my, my era, and, and I know we're all kind of in that era, let's call it like a five window era. We all grew up kind of brainwashed in a, in a culture, a popular culture that was like, well, no, this is somebody else's problem. And so when a lot of people don't know what to say, it's because they don't know how to relate. It's literally yeah. like we and all it's not have your been, fault. it's not, no, you, we were all just collectively brainwashed by the media. And it's the same media that these sort of MAGA, uh, these colors don't run. Like, no, mm. Donald Trump's my president, you respect the president. It's the same kind they of... They just take what they hear. It's programming, dude. Yeah, right, right. You do realize how dangerous the television set is. And I, I was talking about that with my with my parents yesterday, and my mom was like, well, you know, in um, in the 70s, we had more challenging shows like San Bernard's Son mm. and All in the Family and all these things. It's like, yeah, but that was coming out of the late 60s revolution. See, mm. we were living in a completely... Sort of like that that um, oh, Clinton embryo the 90s, of like yeah. no pr- 
problems. And like, yeah, the LA riots, like that was okay. That's a South Central problem. Mm. When, when I moved to LA, stay away from there. I'm, let's watch Full House again and, and, and just completely inundate ourselves in, in a white world where there's no problems and no issues other than like Uncle Jesse not being able to find his Elvis wig before his <laughs> fucking thing, you know? So, so I, at first when I read through this Instagram post, I was like, it, it kind of felt like some of that like woke white um, He's uh, kind of making a good point though. But I, the more I thought about it, he, he was kind of right. Uh-huh. And it wasn't that, it was like, we well, maybe our parents weren't Uncle Jesse, but like we all grew up programmed by that white sort of, bu- in that white uh, whitewashed bubble. Yeah, and then God, when, yeah, don't, don't don't you wish you had been maybe been a kid uh, like in 2007 and had Treme? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, no. Hey, hey by the way, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know somebody like... brought up a good point at the at a social distance hang yesterday uh, at an SDH uh, <laughs> was uh, was people calling up being like, "Shut up, David Simon!" Like you know, because he was he was oh, being yeah, pretty vocal. Right. It's like, guys, I live in Baltimore. Like I yeah, fucking, right. uh, you know, uh, the, the thing was, was we grew up with full house. I wish I grew up with the wire. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know what right. I mean? So like, maybe let's hear what David Simon has to say about this. Oh, well, like, he's he, clearly he's, a talented guy. Yeah. But, oh, people are like, oh, it's easy for you to say in your Hollywood mansion. He's yeah. like, no, I live in Baltimore. Yeah. Right. Totally. And he's made meaningful, he's made yeah. meaningful content that's actually shown, you know, uh, the, the, the black struggle, struggle in, in a lot of these areas. Right. Uh, well, it's Baltimore cause it's sort of, you know, but as kind of a, uh, it stands for all the disenfranchised sort of black areas and all these. Treme, though. Yeah, Treme's a tough one. <laughs> Treme's a tough one. <laughs> At least he made the effort, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, well, like, so, where, so uh, where do you see where do you see next week? Where do you see uh, what, do you, what do you see happening this week? I mean, it's, it's 2020. The aliens could be coming at any minute. But oh, like, but, you know, so the aliens came and no one cared about that story. Yeah. You know, again, again. The aliens came and were like, we're out. Then, no, but the, I you know because this is like there's such the, honestly at this point we could get hit by a fucking asteroid mm-hmm. because nothing would surprise nothing would surprise me because I could never have predicted a global pandemic. I mean, on, I, to be honest with you, you know what I honestly think? I pre- I think I predict the next couple of weeks that that COVID nineteen is going to come roaring back. Mm-hmm. Um, the numbers are already you know you know the numbers are already going up, particularly here in Los Angeles. Um, and I think that there's going to be a surge of sorts. And I think that, um, I I don't predict that Trump's going to do anything crazy or explosive or anything that we haven't seen before in the next five or six days. Mm-hmm. I'll probably be wrong. I'll probably be wrong, but I'm going to guess that that that, that doesn't happen, and that uh, that we're going to start talking about coronavirus again because uh, people are still dying and people are still getting sick. I mean, the numbers. Well, you, are I mean, you, you thought Mardi Gras was bad? It was a super spreader. I mean, now, have, now super you, spreaders in every. You know what? We're city. also going to find out is if the masks are really effective because everybody I see at protests are wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah, my know, but there's so many people and they're so close together. I yeah. went down to Mezcalero, downtown LA, to pick up like the sickest fucking cocktails yesterday. <laughs> um, and um, right on the other, you know, shows you where my priorities were. But uh, and then hey, right on the other, stressful street, times. Yeah, uh, was a march. Was the march around? Was the march towards City Hall or whatever? I, it was packed. Mm-hmm. It was packed. It kind of reminded. It was kind of reminded me of. Uh, Children of Men uh, at the end when he's running through like the abandoned refugee camp with the pregnant woman or the baby. She's already had the baby. And there are all these people running around chanting uh, in uh, 
in Islam, you know, chanting like, Allahu Akbar. And um, yesterday they weren't chanting that. Obviously, it was something very different. But um, there were so many people. And even with the mass, they were so mm. packed together, like mm. moving down uh, the street. And, you know, downtown LA, the streets are pretty wide. So I was very, again, I continue to be very, I continue to be very surprised. Two restaurants around the corner from me opened up. Both of them were fucking packed. And the sushi place, nobody was wearing a mask. Or at least it appeared that they weren't wearing masks. There's a hot girl who walks around my neighborhood who walks her dog. She never wears a mask. So I don't know what the hell. <laughs> hot, girls, hot girls can't get COVID-19. But I also wonder if, look, I'm not trying to say that COVID won't spread and won't come back with a vengeance because of this, but... I wonder if this the majority of people there have been quarantining, and maybe they a lot of people don't have it. But I, I guess it only takes like five people yeah. that have it. Hey, listen, we're I I actually believe we're in we're in God's. This is God's screenplay right now <laughs> because uh, I, I got to tell you, uh, and and it's been really interesting to watch, and it all coincides with Trump's with Trump uh, saying grab him by the pussy, getting elected, and then immediately being like, we're gonna put up a wall, we're gonna end radical Islamic terror, and like. All this stuff. We are literally watching like dominoes, the, the fall of abuse of power from entertainment to finance with Epstein, with mm. uh, Weinstein, with uh, we, and now abuse of power in the police department, like uh, the, 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 the church. Uh, the Catholic Church, like it's literally like dominoes, and I think those dominoes are literally falling to the White House. And dude, I think yeah. this is. I think that. I mean, it's all so biblical right now that I don't even sound like a joker saying that. Like you <laughs> no. have, you cannot deny that. And then the fact he goes and fucking holds a Bible upside down after the thing, like I we're in. This is this is, this is this is this is God's screenplay right now. So whatever does are happen, we in the belly of the beast? We're in the belly of the beast. <laughs> we're about to. Uh, yeah, we are. We're about to. Humanity's about to slay the dragon and uh, and and go back and bring peace to the village. Um, but uh, but you are uh, whether COVID comes not down with a vengeance. I am literally. I am in. I am in uh, Allah's hands right now. Allah Akbar. Uh, yes, but if we're yes, okay. But if we're in God, look, if we're in God, look. Here's what. I, but here's here's another thing. If this is God's, God's Pulp Fiction. Right yeah, now, yeah, yeah, totally. Right, God's, God's fiction. Yeah, right, so, <laughs> so if we're in God, if we're in, if we're in God, if we're in God's screenplay right now, uh, I would say we're in the mid, we're, we're in the middle of it, and we've just had a false victory, which means Midpoint. that the next step, the next step, the the next step is going to be a, a major setback. Mm-hmm. But I do predict this. If I'm God, here's a little irony for you. I do predict this. That if Trump loses, I imagine like Biden with his fucking aviators kicks open the front door of the White House and tells everybody, come on in, let's have a party. And everybody is just like, fuck yeah. And we all go into the White House and we're boozing and we're partying and it's just a rager. Mm-hmm. Which ironically, which ironically is what happened when quote unquote Donald Trump's favorite president one actually happened when Andrew Jackson got elected president they had such a rager at the White House on inauguration night that every all like the establishment politicians were so disgusted by Jackson they're like oh this guy's a pig they, they had a huge party and he let a bunch of poor people come into the White House but I imagine that Biden might do that which would be a sort of fitting irony to the end of this piece of shit Dude, so Biden's about to have like his, was it over when the Russians bombed Pearl Harbor? (laughs) Wait a second. If if Biden has a house party at the White House, (laughs) 
Like what? Him and him and Obama had a beer with that one guy that they kind of offended, and they wanted to talk it over over mm-hmm. a beer in like 2009, uh, which yeah. I thought was hilarious. Yeah. Right. That but, was that was yeah. like let's have, let's talk it over over a beer. But if it's literally like Happy Gilmore and, <laughs> and like everybody's just on the front lawn of the White House like playing hacky sack and like you know oh, Billy Madison, <laughs> you talking about Billy Madison? Uh, no, like oh, where, the, I, oh, all, all the, his fans come right, out right, and like yeah. turns into a total shit show. And like literally, it's just like a keg of beer flies out the window and it's like dun dun dun. Stephen Bishop's there playing guitar. But this is what I'm thinking: when Trump goes down, and Trump will go down, it is going to be a feeling of liberation that is going to be because let's be honest: when Obama got elected, we weren't liberated. This will be the liberation that's going to be felt all across the world, and all these dominoes went down. Uh, abuse of power in entertainment, abuse of power in the Catholic Church, abuse of power. Like this is this could be the, this is the beginning of the no. Well, the, the one the, the one thing order. there was a quote about Trump being the most important president ever, which is true. He ushered in the era of standing up for yourself. Yeah, and well, what no, you believe. In. This is why in, Un, inadvertently, but he did in biblical terms. Or if you want to talk about the beginning of the age of Aquarius, it's not like God snaps his fingers and everyone just loves each other. You have to have a catalyst to understand oh, these of things course, yeah. so, that that, so that that age of compassion, caring, and love is real because you saw the danger of – and that's the whole thing. If you, if you believe in, in the Bible, you, you realize that these last 2,000 years or whatever it's been since uh, JC was around <laughs> is literally just a, a learning chapter. To, to transcend into a, a higher realm on, on earth. Right. But you, you don't just get, you don't just get it. You got to learn. There's the, the whole concept of uh, human experience is like getting a Lamborghini for the first time. If you don't know how to drive it, you're cranking the, gears. <laughs> yeah, right, now, right. you want to be able to smoothly operate that thing and fucking really open it up when in, in Joshua tree, you oh, know, and, for like, sure. and you, but you got to know how to drive that thing or you're going to, you'll burn out the gears and yeah. you're going to fucking, you'll flip it, blah, blah, blah. That's the whole thing. We're, we need to learn how to, be here as a as a human race because when you when it all runs smoothly and we have respect for our fellow man and, and for animals because by the way a species is is going to be next after we we handle all this this problem and there's all harmony on earth you win you got it it's another well, here's peaceful the thing planet. here's the thing for people who don't know what to do mm-hmm. if you just want to sit at home and you don't know what to do that's that's okay this is what i do just fucking treat everyone with respect no be nice. That's it. Yeah. And if you don't know... That's all. And, and that's way, what I do. And, and by the way, that is so true. You be nice. Be nice to people. If you don't know what to say, just be nice. Just, just treat nice. everybody and, with respect. And, Black, white, everybody. Yeah, and, everybody. And, and, and if you don't know what to say on social media, guess what? You don't have to say anything. You can just donate. And you don't even yeah. have to brag about it. No. Just fucking... And then go about your yeah. life. Go and see if, your friends. If, if go, someone get to work. Sh- if someone shames you, you block them. Well, then just tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Um, or, or actually no, or, or, or just listen to what they said and be like, okay. And then go do your thing. Treat everyone with respect. Yeah. You don't have to get along with everybody. Right. Cause there was a time like three years ago where somebody was talking about, he was like, don't you feel bad that I as a white man get more opportunities as like black people? And I was like, I really don't think about it. Not cause I'm not in, not sensitive or I feel bad about it. I just, I don't think about it cause I have my own life that I'm trying to fucking mm-hmm. figure out. Yeah. All the the thing that I do is I treat people with respect. Right. That's that's how I re- re- deal with that problem because I can't fix that problem. Totally. There's nothing I can do that I have more opportunities. Yeah. Than apply. There's nothing I can do to change that. Right. Well, you're you know, and the other thing is like that's a problem th- that there, I don't have the solution you, to. You know, you're me, not, you're, Philip Murphy. I can't solve that. But Philip Murphy isn't an activist, and that's okay because yeah. there are people that are activists. What you what Philip Murphy can be is just a, a nicer person, and, that's and something what I do. like this, then you see, you're like. 
Jesus Christ, man. Like, I, God, I hadn't thought about police brutality, but, like, you bet your ass I am now. Oh, this week I've been super mindful of yeah. Of course, like 100%. Yeah, but I, th- yeah, we, going back to the beginning, just being shamed into having to have a forced voice or opinion, it, I just think it does more harm than good because sooner or later, and I hate to say it, but, uh, but the, all this stuff on social media, it's, it starts to lose its, it loses its potency. Yeah. So be careful. You know what? You, you, I think you should take your time with your words because they have power right now. And if you're not careful with them, they don't have, they, they, they won't be powerful. It's just going to be a bunch of garbage. Well, that's what, so somebody DM'd me, uh, this week saying that they, they think that like the camp good boy page should take a more active role in like putting out posts that actually make a difference or mm-hmm. like maybe make a difference or, or just about what's going on in the world. And it's like, yeah, well, I made one on Monday mm-hmm. that was that it was just, I saw my neighbor's sign that said, stop blowing leaves into my patio. And it's like, what a fucking great life you have. Right. That's what, that's what's bringing you down today. Yeah. Um, so like the, the thing is, is like, yeah, I do have an audience. I have 8,000 followers, which is not like tank Sinatra numbers, mm-hmm. but like 8,000 people is 8,000 people. The problem is if you make a post about like, you need to be mindful of how that post is because if you get it wrong, mm-hmm. that's worse than if you just make a meme that's not funny, which right. I do a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. You better get that fucking right. It's like some comedian used to say, it's like, if you're going to be edgy, you better be funny because if you're not, you're just going to fucking fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. So like to anybody that wants to know like why I'm not making more memes that have to do with the problem, and it's because like I want to get it right. Yeah, I don't want to fucking get it wrong because if you get it wrong, you're going to fucking lose a lot of your audience. Yeah, no, totally. And it's yeah, also like... No, but, 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 no, no, no. You don't know what to say. If you don't know what to say or you don't know... Uh, like, so I don't want to just post work. memes about it just for the fucking sake of doing because it. it's fashionable right now. And yeah, because you're I, like, I want to get it right. It. But it's also like, are people coming to Camp Good Boy for the truth? No, that's the thing. And by the way, just being able to c- create something funny can give people like a little bit of. That's a what I told break, this guy, and yeah. I appreciate him uh, DMing me because it's like, and I have been thinking about that, but like. You need to understand, like, I don't want to just post something just to post it, and it's really not funny and misses the mark completely. Because mm-hmm. I lost a lot of followers with that post I made about, like, white people problems with black black people problems. Right. I lost, like, 30 followers. <laughs> right. Which is like, oh, what a fucking problem to have. I lost, th- like, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. Because I know there are some, like, Republicans that follow the page. Yeah. But, um, but also... It's, you I'll, can afford to lose MAGA followers. Yeah, I don't mean, I don't give a fuck. But also to the people that... Uh, Talk about, like, they're like, oh, well, white people get killed by police, too. And, yeah, sure, they, they do. But it's not a problem for white no, people. No, totally. Yeah. It's a, like, when I walk down the street and I see a cop, I'm like, oh, there's a cop. Yeah, okay, whatever. When a black person walks down the street, they see a cop, they're like, oh, fuck. Yep. I might fucking die. When, I'm in, yeah, when I was in college and we were smoking, and you're smoking weed in college and you're driving and a cop is behind you, you're like... Oh, fuck. Oh, like, because you don't want to get arrested. Mm-hmm. And uh, back in the days when pot was illegal. So you're bugging out about it. And you're, you're tense up when a, when a fucking black guy's driving down the street or a black woman and they see a cop behind them. They're like, I fuck. might die. This, this, yeah, this could go. So, yeah, white people do get killed by p- the police, but it's not a problem for white people. Mm-hmm. So well, anybody that had a problem with my post, like, I hope maybe you take that. I'm probably not going to con- fucking convince you because people are set in the ways of their thinking. Right. That was the kind of the point of my post. It's like white people problems. White people have. I'm not saying white people don't have problems. We all have fucking shit going on. But like blowing leaves into your white people have a lot of inconsequential fucking <laughs> uh, shit that they complain about. Yeah. Like Karens. Yeah. You know, like I'm just saying like black people, especially in this moment, that's a big and big problem that like stop killing black people. Totally. 
Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great point. That was kind of the point I was trying to make with that meme. Yeah. Like, but also that meme fit into like my voice of, of a content creator. Right. So yeah, if I just, you, if, I, you just if, I don't, if you don't get it right, especially when everybody's so touchy right now, you want to mm-hmm. get it right. Because if you get it wrong, you look like a big idiot. Yeah. No, it's better to just, it's better to just listen. And, and I mean, yeah. hey, we're talking about it now. Um, so it's, it, you know what you should say? It's like, oh, are you a podcast listener? <laughs> here, here, listen to this and share it with all your friends. Yeah, totally. Um, no, I think that there's, there's a lot of powerful voices. In, and, and by the way, I think just being able to take a break and say, oh, it's nice to have a laugh. But uh, yeah, um, uh, well, anyways. But uh, yeah, it's so true. If you're going to be edgy, you better be funny. Because if you're, if you're just not, it was kind of like Shane Gillis. Mm-hmm. Like he was being well, edgy, he, but it wasn't that funny. It was no, just like mean. It was mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, well, that, anyway. that was. I actually wanted to open up uh, a corner called "Inconsequential Complaint Corner." <laughs> when 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 I see a lot of pictures of like beautiful sky, like the sky that you that picture you posted of the the amazing sunset, mm-hmm. like three three nights ago or something, mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. But like, when did a beautiful sunset turn into? We all live in a simulation. Can it just be a beautiful sunset? Right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> One of our friends was like, the sky was white a few days ago. I was like, this is a simulation. I was like, I don't know. I think those are just cloud cover. No, it, uh, the, the June, no, guys, June no, sunsets are, guys, are famous. We live in a simulation. We, don't live in, we live in God's screenplay. It's God's, yeah, it right. is God's right. movie. By the way, God, it is, it is God's, God's movie. God's movie. But, God, but, but in God's scene description, he's like, the clouds come in. Uh, the cloud, it's like uh, exterior Los Angeles, <laughs> not nightfall. The clouds, you know. Uh, in June, June gloom, uh, it's cloudy during the day, but it usually makes for some crazy sunsets because of yeah. the, the clouds. Um, but I was like, or maybe it's the way that the cloud hit or the sun hit the cloud and maybe it's just a nice sunset. Yeah. Uh, maybe we do live in a simulation. I just wish sunsets could just be beautiful and not like proof we live in a simulation yeah. or it's just beautiful. <laughs> right. <laughs> That well, was inconsequential um, corner, in, inconsequential in, complaint corner. Yeah, um, <laughs> dude. Well, I think we've uh, we've addressed a lot of uh, consequential complaints there. Uh, how, how much how much time we got left? We got about two minutes left. Two minutes. Uh, I'm gonna give some Instagram shoutouts. Hey, okay. So shout out to the guy that slid into the DM. I appreciate. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was. An, it, it made me like a little more mindful of it. It's Kale K A Y H L. I guess that's the name Kale. Oh, Kale. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, shout out. But shout out. Uh, uh, shout I appreciate that. Uh, hey, shout out shout to. Uh, sh- uh, shout out to. Uh, hey, shout out to Bob One E Light. Shout out. Shout out. Ooh, shout out. Bob. Hey, shout out Aliki underscore X. Hey, shout out. <laughs> Big shout out. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Kick Flip Bog. Kick shout flip, out. Kick Flip Bog. Shout, shout out. out. Uh, hey, shout out Oatmeal Meme Pie. Shout out. Loyal follower. Good shout friend. Out. Another good friend. I found Lisa. Shout out. Hope shout you're doing out. well. Uh, hey, this is, a great, this is a great handle. Love this guy's handle. No Show Jones Jr. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. Oh, wow. Well, well, yeah. The po- <laughs> shout out to, to the possum. Shout out to George Jones. George Jones. Jones. <laughs> Hey, shout out Bubbles. Shout out. K.H. Shaftel. Shout out. Hey, shout out to my buddy from Roanoke, Smith Mountain Flake. Shout out. Hope you're doing well. Uh, shout, out. shout out, guys. Thanks for the support of the page. Yeah, and, and by the way, I, we've said it before, but shout out to, to George Floyd, obviously. Of and, course. And, and sh- I will say, shout out to all the people who are saying the that are spreading the right message right now, that are saying things better than a lot of us that are just 
listening. So we like the message is out there. I think it's really valuable. Mm. And so, oh look, if you're getting out there and you're 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 not just sharing things that you see. If you're like the one creating what people share, right? Good on you. You're crushing it. Yeah, doing a great Um, job. But uh, and look and shout out to all the protesters because that's a great thing. I mean, but but uh, the the shout out to George Floyd because uh, Glenn Beck fucking uh, put his foot in his mouth because he's like is this really the leader you want at this time as the face of this thing? It's like, bro, turn your TV on. Every American city is having an uprising. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, clearly, he's, clearly, clearly he's the man for the job. Yeah, put the scotch down. Yeah. <laughs> are you, are you, the question is, are you really the face that the alt-right wants uh, uh, leading their fucking charge? Because you're clearly a fucking moron. Glenn Beck, yeah, who is he? I don't think... <laughs> I, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. But. Uh, uh, Nick, you got any shout outs you want to give? Uh, I, no, I mean, I follow what you guys say. Shout out to the protesters. Everyone mask up out there. Yeah. Wear your masks. Yep. Um, you know, no, I, got, I, you know I, I got nothing to add. Yeah. Well, uh, you've, you've added uh, plenty. Wait, we, have you we, been we having conversations like with your daughters about everything? They're not growing up with Full House, I can tell you that. Right. Yeah. No, they're growing up with Blackish. Yeah. And yeah, and 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 every other show that has diversity and deals with real issues that people face. (laughs) Yeah. And they're growing up with Black Lives Matter. They're growing up with COVID nineteen. They're growing up in like you know we grew up with Bill Clinton and playing saxophone (laughs) on Arsenio Hall. That was as woke as we ever fucking saw. (laughs) Right. Believe me, I think they, all these events are going to contribute to a better planet. I think it's all going to, mm. yeah. And then we'll 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 handle the environment and uh, and, and hey, you know what? Shout out COVID nineteen. Sorry, you had to take a back seat. Yeah, <laughs> that's everything. You had a we, good yeah, moment. We haven't we <laughs> had haven't a good run. We haven't forgotten about you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, man. Or yeah, yeah, whatever. Worry. Don't worry, Kobe. We know you're there. Uh, know you're something there. tells me he's planning his comeback tour right <laughs> now. I mean, good. He, COVID-19, so let's say, so January, February, March, April, May. Five, that was a five-month run. I've never seen a five-month run like that. That was just strong. Mm-hmm. He was just here to fucking kick some ass, take some ass. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, sorry you had to fucking, your fun had to end. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I, I, I saw pictures of uh, Baron Trump. He's been walking around with his, doesn't, he looks like he kills people for Slender Man. <laughs> He looks like the most evil, weird little fuck. I can't even imagine. I'd love to see what his Google search terms are. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's, he's a sketchy looking dude. Yeah. I mean, just imagine waking up and he's just standing in the corner looking at you. He's so scary. He just looks. 
I mean, I, 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 poor kid. I mean, I hope. Oh, the other thing I was going to say. Well, is, he's, I mean, he's like in over his what head. He's if, like he's what if we get, um, what if we get, uh, what's Trump's wife's name? Melania. Melania. What if she leaves him? There's Melania. another. What if she left the White House? She wants and to. And like join the protesters. And join the protesters. Wouldn't that be a fucking moment? That'd be great. Wouldn't that be a moment? Anyways, well. Uh, yeah. Uh, that <laughs> which, was, is, which is honestly what first, I mean, that's like a first lady. Th- I feel like first ladies are. Should like should do that. Yeah, but but uh, yeah, he's she was trying to speak up on Twitter about police, and I think uh, yeah, he was uh, Trump was 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 calling some of his buddies in Saudi Arabia, being like, "How do you handle your wives when they act <laughs> up like this?" <laughs> Anyways, uh, well, everyone, stay uh, safe out note, there. And on that note, and on that note campers, <laughs> wear wear masks. Wait, Nick. I mean, speak up if your heart's in it, and if you don't know what to say, it's okay to just um, listen. And, and shout out to social ahead. distance hangs because we had one last night. But I was thinking, like, that wasn't really a social distance hang. That's just how we hang. Right. Like, it's not like when we're hanging out, it's just like, oh, hey, what's going on? We're not like Judge <laughs> yeah. Reinhold and Seinfeld. We're not like close talkers. We yeah. Feet apart in a lawn? Uh, no, we were like, I was playing darts. And we weren't six feet apart. And so, no, we weren't. Yeah. <laughs> we were hanging out like we usually would hang out if COVID wasn't going on. Right. Um, uh, all right. So, all right, well, shout out to social distancing. Masks up, everybody. Be yeah. good, campers. All right. Yeah. Our CDC, uh, DNC expert, uh, Nick Scott, in the house once again. Uh, we will always, uh, always, ha- always happy to be here, boys. We'll, stay safe. Stay we'll try safe. to get another uh, Zoom going next Saturday. Nice. Oh, I'll do some social distancing. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, let's get a social distance hang on the bus. Well, yeah, dope. totally. Why? I mean, why not? I'll be ready. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. I'm doing. I'm doing a juice fast this week. So Ooh, there you I'm go. Ooh, nice. Super healthy in a week. You uh, doing uh, creation or uh, press juicery? You got. You got a juicer there. Hey, maybe maybe come over to the uh, to the courtyard here at, at uh, Camp Good Boy Studios for a uh, for an afternoon scotch. Oh, all right, nice. Yeah, ride yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. your bike over. <laughs> um, yeah, good idea. All right, all right. We'll, uh, we'll we'll see you next week. See you next week, guys. Stay safe. Out there.